Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 164. We are approaching week three of the apocalypse, and uh, I'm Sean. Joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. I'm happy to see everyone again. It's nice after weeks of isolation. Mm-hmm. And Tony Katz. Yes, here I am. Here you are indeed. So For yeah, now. Uh, okay. We did a, a quarantine all-in-one episode last week. This week, we decided, you know what, let's do a, a sports pod. And uh, we actually did a nice breakdown of teams that were good but never won a title. And we gave them our Tony's Take trophy. <clears throat> so tune into that after this and check it out. Also, seeing this as quarantine times that we live in, share with a friend. Everyone is bored at home, and you're looking for things to do. If you like your friends, share with them this podcast right that's yeah. the right thing to do yeah i mean uh if yes. you're you're at home working from home you know you got something to do uh we're on spotify just put that on your laptop or something yeah in one window you're probably Honestly, using a windows computer right and right now what i've found kind of comforting is uh or comforting relaxing is it's kind of driving around like gas isn't very, is I mean, nickel. gas is 40 cents cheaper than it was like two months ago. So, I mean, it's like all time low. 329 seems yeah. like a steal these Not days. Since 1920. And, uh, like, there's been a couple of times where I've been guilty of uh, taking the long way home from work because I am still working a few days a week. And just it's relaxing because the roads are so wide open that you don't have to deal with the fucking move, move. Like, oh, of course, another one of you. Yeah, pop on the Tony's take and go for a cruise. So yeah, I mean that's I always remember when my buddy told me that how uh, his dad they talked about how like in the seventies, eighties it was like he's like you literally would just jump in the car and just driving around that was stuff they did for fun. I was gonna say Tony, Tony here is acting like it's American graffiti. <laughs> yeah, or uh, what is that? Uh, Dazing and, and, and Fuse. That's like half like, the yeah. movie. They're yeah. they're cruising. They're gonna go drive right. to the moon tower. Not a bad time to be just cruising. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go right into some news stories. We have a few different things on here and. Uh, we're going to start with this. So every place basically that's not a grocery store, a hospital, you know, an essential business place is, is emptied, right? Museums. Uh, you'd hope a lot of places are uh, not uh, holding up the, the bargain there. Yes. So museums are no exception, of course. They're, they've shut down. And in fact, I've seen, I haven't done it, but I saw that Google has, you know, over a thousand museums that you can virtually tour on their website somehow. Pretty cool. Yeah. But a Dutch museum says that a Vincent van Gogh painting was stolen overnight by who I could only assume was Danny Ocean. Yeah, that sounds like his MO. Yeah. And uh, it reports that it was the Spring Garden, which I'm looking at a photo of. If I, if I think I'm looking at a photo, it does not look like spring. Um, and uh, the pa- painting was taken ironically on March 30th, yesterday as we're recording this, which uh, happened to have been Van Gogh's birthday. Now, uh, here's a shot in the dark for both of you guys. How old do you think he would have turned? Vincent Van Gogh? Vincent Van Gogh. Well, I gotta think back to art, art classes. If it was his birthday today? Yesterday. Vincent Van Gogh. 126. Okay. Tony Katz? 200. Andy says 200. Price not, is right rules? What is it going? Not bad. Uh, 167. Oh, wow. That was almost like right in the middle. 
pretty impressive because it's like eh. honestly that was like very almost right in the middle yeah. i think i was like well i went for 200 because i thought 30, it was gonna be a big anniversary i think i was 30 no 41 years off 30 41 years off i think i was and then you were 33 years off pretty good so that's pretty that's so he was born good. in like 1850 <laughs> oh fuck me fuck you yeah, i don't know yeah so i guess Look, the museum was empty including even of security <laughs> yeah they're not gonna be hired um, hired security's I mean, already not working hired, not gonna be don't you have shift. one guy i've seen night at the museum but it's just ben stiller walking around with a flash oh, the, the night watchman yeah yeah don't you need just one person you think they get a chair? They better, George. George but they'll fall asleep. So, but I saw that. I was like, "Come on, you got to be kidding me!" And, and uh, allegedly, it's true. So, I mean, the AP uh, Associated Press was uh, reporting about this. So, a Dutch museum. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, we got some other good stuff. It reminds me of a movie that no one watched, and I'll just put it out there because a lot there's a lot of things to watch right now. A movie called Trance, directed by Danny Boyle, great director. Trance. Yeah, and it was about an uh, art thief. Um, it's very weird, so that's a recommendation. It's one of those things that kind of didn't get any traction, but, you know. I'm fine b- with just the Oceans movies. This one's good. I like Oceans. All of them. Yeah, those are good, too. I mean, if you have, if you have ability. I'm just saying, people need shit to watch, so that's something. Yes, yes, they do. You probably missed, and I liked it. Trance, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. What platform is it on? I don't know, but it's oh. probably somewhere. Let me All look right. it up. Let's let's. Yeah, I thought you just. I figured you watched it already. I want to make sure it's actually called Trance. <laughs> yeah, I think it's actually called it was a train. <laughs> um, okay, well let's move on. So, as you may imagine, a lot of people are working from home. That means business, hopefully, is still you know going as best it can for most people, and that means you know, and this is included for schools and whatnot, but Zoom meetings. Where you, it's basically FaceTime where you can have a bunch of people. I think we talked about it on a pod. I don't even know because it's quarantine time. It feels like it was three years ago where uh, this was like right off the bat, this group uh, like of office people were on, and a girl goes into the bathroom and forgets that she's on her laptop and then she shuts it, but she was going to the bathroom. But I guess this is becoming a thing online. Uh, people are what they're calling Zoom bombing. So. Most people don't think to make like a let's just say like a professor makes a Zoom meeting public, and that's allowing for pervs and predators to go in there and post porn, foul language, hate speech, so on and so forth. Uh, Andy, I even saw on the news your favorite guys, those Canadian boys, not Shea Gilchrist Alexander, but those stupid <laughs> subway phonies. The kids that pretend, the pranksters. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, the Nelk Boys. Yes. I knew it I the was second I heard the Candy. kid talk <laughs> because uh, the news played it. I don't remember what it was. I think he was screaming at his mom uh, saying uh, yeah. like, he had to do the laundry or something. I was like, that's a fake. I was like, God damn it. Uh, but yeah, so this is becoming a big thing. And they're saying like, please don't you know, share the private link if the video is in fact private. And all of that kind of stuff. Because, of course... Good luck stopping kids these days. Yeah. Everyone's going to be... That's how all these perfs. kids are going. They're all doing stupid shit out in public to get, like, famous. That's how those Nelk Boys did. But I'll tell you what. The Nelk Boys, our good friend uh, Turtle, a.k.a. Goose, from the podcast, he uh, is the one that got me into watching them. Sorry. Got me into watching the Nelk I'm Boys. I'm far away from you. <laughs> That's enough, Andy. <laughs> it's congestion. 
Is it though? Yep. Oh, oh what was that? <laughs> these camp, these goddamn camping chairs. Oh, blame it on the chair, Randy. Look, they make weird noises. Don't there. try. You're trying to mimic it, and you can't. <laughs> the studio anyway. is uh, perpetually under construction. We are always doing weird shit here. So. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the Nelk Boys, Turtle got me into them early on, and uh, their early stuff was pretty funny. Like they're they're stupid, but it, it's pretty funny. But now they're just like it's to the point now where it's like, what more can you do? Like then you just get to the point where you're just being an asshole. But it's still funny. I, mean, I lean more toward Andy's stance on it. He hates them quite a bit. <laughs> he really lost them when they put on the subway aprons or whatever. Well, it's like uh, next time they're going to impersonate cops or something. It's illegal. They're, no, they they have gotten in trouble for like I don't think yeah. impersonating cops, but they did get they've been arrested a couple times. I know at least like one of them has or a couple of them. What I worry about, you ever see Batman Two? I'm talking okay. Batman. Nineteen forty one. A lot of Batman Twos. <laughs> the Christopher Nolan Batman. The Dark Knight. I yes. literally watched it this week. So so it starts out with Batman Two. Some, <laughs> some pretenders. Pretending yes. to be Batman. Batman I don't need that happening. Pats. If every dickhead watches it and they're like, hey, that's funny. I'm going to go do it myself. And then every asshole, when you go into a Costco, is trying to get famous on Instagram. I don't need that shit. So I worry about pretenders. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to run into those bozos in Oklahoma. But I could run into some bozos, pretend to be them. If everyone wants to be Instagram famous, no one will be Instagram famous. Who said that? Uh, Jefferson. <laughs> I was going to say, was that uh, Emerson? And he's talking about uh, Mr. Jefferson from the Jeffersons. Uh, actually, Richard Jefferson. What was his first name, Mr. Jefferson? George. George Jefferson. <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right. Well, yeah, just don't Zoom bomb. It's ridiculous. Um, okay. We have... A compare and contrast kind of thing. Uh, who's who's better deal. So my girlfriend is passionate about this, and this is why it came up. And I believe, in fact, we even messaged you, Andy, on Friday to see what your input was. But I said, save it for the pod. We were watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. A lot of actors in that movie. Where are you able to find that? That's on Stars. It is, okay. Yeah, and Stars right now, I think they're still doing the deal... Uh, it's like five bucks a month for six months. So yeah. I have we have that here through, I think, June, which is pretty cool. Uh, they're getting, in a couple of weeks, Zombieland 2, which I'm looking forward to. Zombieland. I liked the first one. Uh, but anyway, the uh, question of the hour was, and still is, Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio? Who is the better actor? All right, so before we get to Andy... All right, all right. Let's get to a little background story and get to you first, because this discussion. Pointing to me. Yeah, to yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> to Dobby. So this discussion got brought up this past Friday night. It was me, Dobby, his lovely girlfriend Felicia, and uh, producer Luke, and his lovely girlfriend Paige. If you guys are wondering where my lovely girlfriend was, she's still <laughs> still pending. <laughs> But we were watching uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I guess I could get to at the later on in the end of this because it was my first time seeing it. But yeah, I'd like to talk to you about that. Yeah. So the discussion got brought up. Who's the better actor, Leonardo DiCaprio or Brad Pitt? And we won't say directly which way uh, 
Felicia was leaning, but she was going to be very shocked if you didn't agree with her. So we won't tell you who she said yet, but, uh, do we want Andy to tell first who he thinks is the better actor? Or do yeah, you want I think to say before I think, yeah. we say any more, I think we should just ask Andy. So Andy, out. between Leonardo without adding any bias, because you were the one brought up to it, she was like, "If Andy doesn't agree with me, I'll be very shocked." But like I said, we won't tell you who she said. Ooh. So between, so with you, Andy, between Leo, which honestly, it's a tough. It, one. it is tough. Like I was just, I just now googled their movies and was like, "Who do I even think is better?" And I think like I'm, I've got my decision based off like which kind of movies I like more performances, I guess, but. With you, Andy, in your opinion, who is the better actor between Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio? This is going to be a very long answer. <laughs> oh, <go>. boy. <laughs> At least two hours. He's got the oh. hots from both. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, if it's going to be judged on that, there's, a, there's an easy way. In the middle of a drink, Andy? In the middle of me taking a <laughs> sip? A, there's a really easy way to lean, I'd have to say. Uh, but let's just get into that. That's not fair for anybody, though, going against Brad Pitt <laughs> on that. Yeah, um, so just on the acting ability. So I'm also going to put in a guess because I believe I've actually had this discussion par- partially with Felicia. Oh, interesting. That she, Probably. Uh, she's pretty passionate about this. She's not the biggest Leo fan. Okay. And I so believe we did discuss this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it would come up before. Um, I will say this. I think overall Leo has the talent edge and has the the better range of performances, at least like if you take his top five versus Pitt's top five, you're going to get hate mail, (laughs) but, Oh, but there's a, but I'd say this. I enjoy Brad Pitt more. There's a lot of things he's done that people have seen. I think Andy and I are in the same, like, honestly, like this is how I vision my answer, but I just couldn't put it together. Yeah. And so I look Brad Pitt's in about 80, 81 movies. Leo is in about 59. Yeah. They're, they're definitely, but He's less prolific. Brad Pitt's about ten something years older than him. Nevertheless, Leo was a child actor as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt was like discovered in like a hotel bar or something. Wasn't yeah, he? I want to say Oklahoma, uh, I see. Thelma and Louise and Gilbert Grape probably came out around the same time, and those are they're both like debuts. Yeah. Um, Brad Pitt's performance in the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, full title. Is Look at him; he knows that the best performance. Out of either of them. And he didn't even get nominated. Uh, was what this, year is that from? 2008. Oh. It was the same year as The Dark Knight. And mm, that's tough. I thought that if 77% only did 4 million bucks. Yeah, it's a different kind of movie. Uh, but if you were looking for a great performance about a deranged sociopath criminal who you have no idea what his motivations are. Brad Pitt as Jesse James was better than Heath Ledger. It's actually 2007. Okay, 2007, whatever. It was around the same time period as Dark Knight. I just remembered, how did this get not nominated, but everyone loved Heath Ledger because nobody watched this movie. Uh, Casey Affleck did get nominated uh, in this movie. He was great. He was Robert Ford. Uh, It's a great Western movie that no one saw, but it's not like a Western action. It's really, it's about the end of Jesse James. And... uh, just incredible performance by Brad Pitt. And that's when I was like, wait, this guy's actually amazing. Like, he's made a lot of good movies that I've enjoyed. But that was the first time I was like, this guy's incredible. Hmm. And no one sees it. And he, it's because he, he's better as not playing the leading man. He's better as the side guy. Yeah. And I think that made sense in, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He wasn't the main guy. He was. And that's why it's kind side. of shocking to think, like, because I think one of the things I brought it up too was that 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for Best Supporting Actor was the first time Brad Pitt won an Oscar, like his own. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. But then when you do look back at it, it's like, he really is a good side guy. And it's like, and he's so famous. I think his looks are obviously like one of the things that got him a lot of the popularity, but it's like, he just doesn't chase that lead role. And the times where he does do a lead role, it's like for a movie, like, you know, you think of something like Moneyball, where it's like he's playing a general manager of a baseball team or he'll, you know, it's just stuff like that. But I, I I mean, I guess I'll get to my answer next, but. Another yeah, great one where he's not he's the main character hardly. by any means. Uh, another good one, 12 Monkeys, which is really relevant today because it's about Bruce Willis getting sent back to the past to stop a you 90% know, virus from being spread. No um, way. Really? Yeah. Where is it at? I'm going to have to watch that. I don't know if I can find it anywhere. God damn it. Um, but that's that's a really interesting one. Um, I think that's on HBO, actually. Fight Club. Oh, yeah. Again, not the main character. I mean, a big, big time star, big time performance big role, but Edward Norton was the main character there. Um, but one a performance that he actually was the star of, and he really was pretty alone in it, uh, this year... Ad or, Astra. Yeah, this last year, Ad Astra. Uh, a lot of people didn't like the movie, but he was really good in it, and I, I liked a lot of... I liked, I liked a lot of that movie, and especially him. It was good. It was long. Yeah, it's, it's slow in plotting, and just a lot of, like, landscapes of you know, not real stuff, you know, Mars and the moon and stuff, but it was really good. It's him, you know, narrating throughout the whole thing. And I thought he was really good in it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, overall then, so you're, who are you choosing? I, I'll take Brad Pitt's career, but I'll say, like I said, DiCaprio probably has more talent. If I'm like, I need someone to be really great in this role. I might hire him instead. So I will like, honestly, like I was looking back and forth at it and the way Andy said it was honestly, the way I was like wanting to say it, but like couldn't think of how to say it because I, I do agree. I do think Leonardo DiCaprio is more talented. And I don't know if that has to do with the fact that he got into that acting career younger than when Brad Pitt did. But it's like at the end of the day though, but it's like, there's something about Brad Pitt. It's like, I, I just like him more. And I think of like some of those movies, it's like, I like him like Moneyball and whatnot. And honestly, one of my low key favorite movies is meet Joe black. And so I like, I like I him in that. that so long. I just like him in that too, but it's like he just play, and I've even seen like Legends of the Fall or whatever. Yeah, and it's like those are like those type of just classic Brad Pitt movies. Obviously, being a Greek guy, Troy. It's a great movie. Orlando Bloom sucks. Yeah, that's disappointing, and that he he is you know the star of that movie in a sense and doesn't win, but we all knew because we know that story. Um, another great performance where he wasn't the lead. I think needs to get mentioned. Burn after reading. Yeah, you guys know this movie. It's okay. Yeah, I, I, oh my god, I don't think I ever saw been, it. The movie in total isn't amazing. I don't think I've seen that in probably I watched ten it ten plus years. I watched it about six months ago, but his so spoilers for the movie. He 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 dies in the movie, and the scene is incredible. His he's the gym uh, trainer, right? Yeah, and he gets kind of caught up in this scheme with you know. People in intelligence agencies, and basically he's hiding in George Clooney's closet, and Clooney opens the door, and he has this. The look on Brad Pitt's face is so amazing, and basically what happens is he dies there. But so spoiler for that movie, but it was just like wow, that was I don't know. He made the perfect face for that moment, and that's that's to me the most iconic scene of that movie. Just like this stupid smile in 
this dumb, goofy guy that didn't belong at all in this thing. And it's like, that was, you know, that was a, just one little look shows you how good he is. Yeah, man, obviously I, I like him in, you know, he's good in those little war movies, you know, Inglorious Bastards, Fury. Yeah, he was good in that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, I do think, Lee, I do agree with that, like Leonardo DiCaprio being more uh, talented. I mean, obviously Titanic. You think of like Not Wo- a fan, but. Wolf of Wall Street. So obviously I like just the way he acts in that, like just a lot of Catch emotions. Me if you can. Yeah, a yeah. lot of emotions in that. I've seen, I've saw Catch Me If You Can a long time ago. The Departed. Is yeah. obviously really good. I, I Gangs think, of New York. I don't think Brad Pitt could have done Wolf of Wall Street. Shutter Island. Mm. No, I think Brad Pitt is like the good, just being honestly like in, like he's just that good second role, but it's like he's such a famous actor that you would expect more lead roles, but it's like he's just so good at those supporting roles. Inception. Yeah, I mean, Shutter That's Island. Amazing. Django. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they both have phenomenal careers. That really is a tough one. It really is. I mean, it's like there's just so many reasons to like him, but I think Andy really nailed it on the head with what I was thinking is it's just that I do think Leonardo DiCaprio is more talented and he's obviously done more, feels like more lead roles and whatnot, but something about Brad Pitt. I mean, Brad Pitt's just who uh, I just cheer for. I just enjoy more of, I think, like the films that Brad Pitt's done with and just the way he does his role, he just does it so good. Like even like I said, like it's the movies like Moneyball, where he's obviously like the main character in that, but it's not like he's the main focus, though, if that even makes sense. Like there's just it's the players, it's he's just good at that, like that main role that's not even really like a main, main role. I feel like Leo has this drama club member thing about him where he's yeah. more of an actor. You yeah. Know? And I think that's because he grew up probably being an actor, where I think like Brad Pitt was kind of like discovered type thing. Like yeah, someone, I mean, someone's Leo, in there drunk at a bar. Los they, Angeles, Brad yeah, Pitt, Oklahoma. Someone's drunk in a bar and they look and they see Brad Pitt and they look at him and they're like, you got a face for the movies. And then it's just kind of like, you know, well, fuck it, I'll do it. While Brad, while Leonardo DiCaprio seems like his, you know, he was in like drama at like nine years old and was like, you're going to make it kid or else yeah. you're done. <laughs> well, he made it. So he's, nah, getting, he's, he's little, I would say even more than made it. What about you, Sean? We didn't really hear from you about it. I like them both. That's yeah. Uh, it really is tough because it's like I really don't dislike them. I feel like they're so e- like they're almost like so equal too. And there's a reason they do movies together and they're good friends. It's like they're just so fucking equal. They're yeah. They're both great in minor different ways, but they're minor enough to be big. I I don't I don't know. Yeah, I think every Leo performance commands your attention. That's just the way. He's acting. It, it seems hard to find a performance where he like fades in the background, even when he's not the main character, let's say, in Django. Django is great in Django. He is obviously the center of attention in every scene he's in, whereas Brad Pitt is better at letting other people do stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of a, a Leo movie where he isn't so big, you know? I don't think there is one. I mean, maybe a deep cut. I've never seen Marvin's Room. I haven't, yeah, I don't know it. Also, I don't think I've ever seen The Aviator. Really? I don't think so. Wow, that's that's eighty six percent movie. It's it's one of those you know fifteen hour movies. That's just a cool movie because it's like a an interesting person you wouldn't know all those the story behind. I only know about him from going on the Soren ride. Yeah, well, everyone knows about <laughs> him going crazy. 
Yeah. And this gets to show less of that. Mm. I mean, it still gets to that point, but yeah, maybe I'll see if that's on anything ever. Yeah, it's 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 lengthy. I remember. But oh yeah, definitely good. It's two and a half hours or something, if I remember yeah. right. And uh, appears to be on Netflix. Um, okay, shall we move on? Yes. All right. Do we want to? I don't know what the agenda is today. We're just kind of going. Uh, all I have after this, before we get into what we've been watching, unless you guys have something, is just minor. Uh, we're going to talk about coronavirus. That's what I was thinking. The general. Updates so I think when on. we talked last week, was it at like five hundred thousand or something? Total like worldwide cases. Yeah, I don't even remember. I think less. Yeah. Well, right now it's at almost eight hundred and sixty. Because seven days is a long time. We seem to be doubling. Well, also we recorded on Monday last week. That is true. So probably so an less, extra yeah. day. Um, and the site is undergoing maintenance. I've never seen that. So I'm going to yours, Andy. Um. But yeah, I just like it's crazy to think about. Three weeks ago, was that the f- initial start of like quarantine talks? It's when yeah, I think when we started talking about Italy specific specifically, uh-huh. and uh, what the issues they were facing, they were kind of hit hard before anyone else. But the the reality is that this has a long incubation period, and a long period before the time you get infected until you start showing symptoms. So like two weeks is an eternity right now. So you think about how many people had it two weeks ago. If there's this many cases, I mean, those people had it probably had it two weeks ago. So yeah, that's why Uh, it's so dangerous. There's such a long incubation period. It's very contagious. A lot of people without symptoms. It's like, this is, it makes sense why it's such a quick spread. So they said today that, you know, what they're forecasting is best case in the United States, 100,000 people die. Worst yeah. case, still kind of containing it, 240,000 people die. I think there's a worst case that's way worse. Yeah, than that's that. if it's still contained. Yeah. So to Also, speak. I mean, like the, the numbers people have to realize, especially in the United States, are going to go up probably significantly over this next week or two because now we've gotten like testing is a, a lot more testing. A lot and, more like, available. and the testing is going to be a lot quicker too. They said, if I'm not mistaken, I thought I heard that you're going to be able to find out results within like a few minutes. So, okay, I work in this industry, so. He does. Dr. Andy here. Uh, One problem, the testing did go up significantly since, let's say, last week, but it's actually peaked the last few days, Uh, so that's been a problem. But yeah, as far as different places are trying different tests, um, there is one that's trying to do the the five-minute test, and there's different types of tests. There's one test where... They want to see if you've already had it, which would be great if we can get that. Yeah, because so, I believe like there's people that probably had it here in like January and had no well, idea. Like, I hear more and more about how this has way different symptoms than anyone expects, and that it might affect uh, stomach issues, stuff like that. Which smell, I had, yeah, smell. Oh yeah, affecting your taste, and smell. taste and smell. So I had some like stomach issues. Was that two weeks ago? Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's not this because it's a stomach bug. And then, yeah, stories started to come out. Like, actually, some of the symptoms vary in people, and that's actually one thing that in younger people, that's one of the bigger symptoms now. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe I did have it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but we don't have that test yet, and hopefully we do. But the fi- that's not the five-minute test won't be that. It'll be something different. So there's going to be all kinds of different types of tests, and we're just not there yet, and it's probably still a month out. Before you, were ne- we- you never got feverish, though, did you, or anything like that? I, like, 
not really, but I had a slight, like I'd say like an hour where I kind of felt a little warm. Well, see, I was that so, same way too. Honestly, know. like a couple weeks ago, this would have been like three weeks ago tomorrow. There was definitely a stretch with me too, where I was like, we were bowling and it was, it was the day Rudy Gobert tested positive. So that was the day when like basically every, the world got shut down. And, uh, I remember I was bowling. I was like, you know, that feeling where you do feel kind of a little like warm, like lethargic type thing. And I was feeling that and I was like, oh shit. But I went and checked my temperature and I wasn't high or anything, but I was still, but then the next day I had a sore throat. So it was almost like I definitely had a mild case of something over yeah. like a week span because I had a sore throat for about seven days and it came around with a cough, but that is what's crazy is because it does affect everyone differently. Like, I mean, there's definitely people out there that could get it that maybe don't have like crazy symptoms to it. And then there's people out there that can get it and it completely fucks up your world. Yeah, it seems like that everything they told us was that it's a respiratory thing. There's going to be coughing, that kind of stuff, runny nose. But there's people saying they, they had nausea. You had the stomach issues, all kinds. Of, it's like there's, it's just everywhere. It's just your body's fighting the infection. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, when I had my thing, it was uh, it was Friday the thirteenth. Well, that, definitely, that was my half birthday. Also, March thirteenth yeah. every year. That's my half birthday. So like, I didn't do much, and I was just in bed. And I did have like, yeah, like an hour spell where I kind of felt a little warm. But um, you know, at work, we're being uh, given uh, temperature before. What we do you start. usually clock in at? And um, I was at like ninety seven. I've been at like ninety six the last couple of days. So okay. I'm cold. I'm really cold. <laughs> You're working, you know. Yeah. And he's just blasting the AC on the way over. Good luck. <laughs> you think I'm leaving work today? Uh, sir, you're 86 degrees. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm not, not getting good circulation to my forehead, maybe. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I don't. I haven't had any feelings like I, that. I mean, I checked mine this morning. I mean, just because I was like – I ran yesterday, so I was a little lethargic. But I was the same thing. I was like 97.6 this morning. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. Cold in this house, huh? Sign me up for like war or something. I'm, I'm, a, I don't, I'm never gonna get. They this. can't stop oh, me. Yeah. Well, you op- already said, Andy, you'd pass this in ten hours. So okay, remember I said I would shit this out. <laughs> he might have. It's literally <laughs> might have. <laughs> Would you look at that? Just like Gobert making fun of the thing, and he got it. A lot you of those athletes too. It. It's like I mean, did I know a lot of them are cleared now? Like Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Marcus Smart. Did did those guys ever even end up like showing symptoms? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, I think had it, and like he the said coronavirus the was thing of having it was not knowing he had it. Yeah, and and I agree because so I would say yeah, no. Because that's what's crazy is like any of us could get it, and we may never show symptoms, but we give it to our a grandparent or a parent or something or someone else's parent. So that's what is crazy about it. But what it's showing, like all these NBA players are beating it easily. I mean, Christian Wood was one of the guys that beat it easy, like pretty quick. And but like Kevin, I was just telling, I think uh, Sean today, like. You know, Kevin Durant tested positive like a week or like a week and a half ago, and you never heard anything about it again. Well, it takes a while for them to actually confirm you're recovered. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying it's a positive thing to think about that it's like, you know, people. Yeah, I think more and more they're saying I'm, the actual death rate is lower and lower because so many people are getting it without showing any symptoms. But what's crazy really yeah. quick is like that is obviously why we have an immune system because it's like think about how many times like some of us have probably gotten a flu that's out there or a virus. And our bodies have gotten it, but our immune systems have beat it. And it's like, okay, maybe we are positive for that. And we do give it to someone else, but our immune systems are just stronger maybe. And they do beat it. So it is crazy when you think about like just how all that works. 
Like just with your immune system and just viruses. I know it, it's it's almost impossible to think about like how does this actually? Well, yeah, work? it really like, is. How lucky are we that it actually works? You know, I mean, honestly, I have like to there's admit, so it many would, viruses attacking us at all it times. It would be yeah. a scary. T- that's why exactly what I'm saying too, because it's like now, right now, I'm like I will, I'll wear like gloves when I go get gas, but it's like I didn't. I've never thought in my life once about when I get gas. I mean, I get gas and then just like eat a burger right after and without washing my hands, and you don't even think anything of it. But it's like that's why I guess you yeah. do have. I would. I always wash sure. my hands though. But I mean, I do I'm too. Just, I mean, I'm just right now. If you actually look at my hands, for you guys, not the people watching, I actually have listening. like little bloody marks because I've washed them so much that my hands are so oh, no. dry that they've been cracking. <laughs> so maybe we should get the uh, total expert on this. But didn't like Dwight Schrute say like he doesn't wash his hands because he's just, it helps his immune system or something? Yeah, like that, that episode. And then Jim yeah. would sneeze in his face. And- yeah. So I think there is a little bit of truth to that. Well, Adam Corolla, he's like, I don't wash my hands. I don't take showers. I take a dip in the pool. That's it. He doesn't get sick. definitely not an expert in any way. No, not at all. But neither is Dwight Schrute. (laughs) No. Fictional character. (laughs) I understand. I think there there might be a little bit of truth in Well, they do say, you know, if you're not supposed to wash, like, your body that often because it does have good I've heard you're only supposed to wash your hair, like, a couple times a week, if that. I have a... Busy well, scalp. Andy would know I that. mean, hair is different. The thing with hair is, yeah, when you wash it, you're getting rid of the oils that make it nice and shiny and everything. Mango. And that's what <laughs> conditioner is for. But it's really yeah. not like your hair doesn't get that dirty. I mean, I try to- not. I mean, I, when I wash my hair, I mean, I feel like every time I'm in the shower, I'll end up washing my hair. But it's like I've just been told before by people that you shouldn't wash it too much. But I, the no. only reason why I wash it is because lately, especially these days, I might go a couple days without a shower. It's a. Oh, wow. <laughs> It's a big shampoo that's making you wash it every day. They want. Part- I remember on Even Stevens, the mom asked this boy what makes his hair so good. Kind of creepy. Yeah. And he's like, It depends who you're talking to. You know how it says on the bottle to rinse and repeat? Yeah. I don't repeat. Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> you really shouldn't. <laughs> no, there, there, that is. That is the truth is that there's like good oils that go into your hair secreted from your scalp that you end up washing away when you shampoo. So you don't need to do it every day. There you go. That's your uh, shower uh, yeah. hour with Andy. I'm definitely a hairologist or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so right now we're in the United States, almost 190,000 confirmed cases. Now, obviously these numbers don't really mean anything. They're going to be only inflated when more tests become available, but still that's startling. And the craziest thing, New York, I can't click on them. New York, the city of New York has, or the state of New York has somewhere around like 90,000 cases. Yeah. It's, it's most, it seems like it's most of the country is, cases are in new york they're testing way more i think they had it they got hit hard so they got tests in new york quicker. right here says seventy six thousand cases now in new york city forty three thousand cases yeah and then like most of the other places are like westchester county westchester is the second most and then uh nassau third, third most yeah long island so the top four in the world no this is just the u.s counties and then even uh bergen county new jersey Look at Andy knowing all. Yeah, I I love my geography. Cook, Illinois. That's Chicago. They're on here. Yeah, the New York metropolitan area is just been hit really hard, and it makes sense because how if you've been to New York, you can't walk down the sidewalks without bumping into someone. Yeah, the subways are full. I remember when this thing first started, and I think the mayor came out and said like, "Hey, 
if you see a full subway car, just wait for the next one. And it's like, well, that one's going to be full too. Like, yeah, that's just how it works. They're all full. What the fuck are you supposed to do? And at this point, it's like, well, the subway cars are probably empty because no one's out there. Um, but yeah, they were definitely going to get destroyed by this. In LA, we have we actually have a subway. I don't know if you heard about this. No one knows it. I've never uh, seen it. The, I, I read a story that because there's no one on the roads, they're trying to uh, do some of the subway improvements and extensions because they can do construction right now. It's easy. You can close streets. And it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot LA has a subway. No one uses it. Yeah, but how long does that take to do their little updates? Well, I don't know. Four there's years? There's something about they'd have to close down you know, the Beverly Figueroa Hills Mall for, for a day. And it's like, well, no one's at the Beverly Hills Mall, so... Yeah. Do it now. So LA County confirmed cases 3,019. And California has said there's a huge test shortage and delays and all that stuff. So what they're, they're all saying it's worse than it is, although the numbers seem good compared to a lot of places, especially a lot of metros. Now, what they're saying here, though, is we're about 7 to 10 days out from being at the peak for California. Yeah, I, I just don't see it. Like, we, we're not getting good numbers yet to really know. Yeah, I don't know where they're getting that, but, I mean, Gavin Newsom is speaking, I think, almost every night at, like, 5 yeah, o'clock. They're, they're all And then going on. Garcetti is, like, twice a day, and all of them, both of them are saying 7 to 10 days from now, we could be New York City if we're not careful. Yeah, I keep seeing I, that. I don't know if we're going to be New York City. The, the Register had an article today that said, Orange County is tracking the same as Italy. And it's like, I, I don't see it. We've had, I think, seven deaths. Yeah, Orange County has Italy like 400 has confirmed cases. 10,000 deaths? It's like, I don't see that happening right now. I feel like we actually... 502 confirmed well, cases. Well, I think we have right better, now. obviously, like healthcare stuff too than Italy. I mean, we have better hospitals. Because Italy, I remember my buddy, this was like a couple weeks ago, my buddy who's a doctor out at Stanford... He was saying how like Italy got to the point where if you were over 70 years old, they were kind of, they weren't even like going to help you. They was kind yeah. of like good luck type thing. So it's, and obviously that helps. Yeah, I mean, that obviously increases the cases. If you're not able to like give ventilators or treatment or whatever to like someone maybe in their seventies or eighties, you just let them kind of go. Then it's like, obviously they're going to struggle. Anyone, you know, who's in need, especially at that age that doesn't have uh, any help is going to not have an easy time with it. Yeah, that's that's one thing. When you look, well, part of the problem with the numbers is you got to look at you're looking at total cases, which is interesting, but you got to kind of look at per capita stuff because we, we've surpassed Italy. I think we all know America's number one again, yeah, uh, number one in cases. But they are leading in deaths. But they're leading in deaths. But that's not yeah, because it, we're doing a much better I job. Mean, I, we don't know yet because Italy is just a smaller country. They're at a ten percent. They're. I was they're, just going to say they're further along. That they, was. Their health system got to full capacity but already. Also, when we hit that, that's when we're going to start to see our deaths accelerate. More people in Italy live with their parents through the age of 40. Also, it's not uncommon yeah. to have your aunts and uncles and grandparents living all under the same roof. It's I don't not, know how big these it's, houses it's not are. Common, it's you know, not that uncommon in Santa Ana either. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, that's just Santa Ana. Italy, the whole place. So that's also a lot nor- of Europe is like that. Northern too. Italy is uh, where most of these cases were too, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Which I know they say is like around this time of year is more wet and stuff and more like just a little closer together. to the mountains. Yeah. But uh, uh, red wine actually kills the virus, like we heard. Right? I, I believe it. Oh, Andy. 
The, the French really are doing fun. well, then, yeah. probably. No, they're not, actually. Oh, they're not. Uh, France the is 52,000 Med- bases. The Mediterraneans are actually getting hit really hard by this. Spain is also has a lot Spain of deaths. Spain is the third most. France's deaths compared to its cases are also really high as well. So. France has they have more deaths than the us. third most deaths at 3,500. Oh, wow. Okay. So that whole Mediterranean. But, uh, yeah, Spain was, has almost 8,500. Your, your guys are actually doing pretty good. They shut down pretty quickly. Oh, it's well, they've yeah, been it's, shut down. It's because they don't give a shit. <laughs> when was that? 2017? So Andy, these Greeks are probably so arrogant. They're like, we don't have it. We're going to have to cut your hours by two per day. I don't have it. <laughs> all right, that's the Greeks, all we work. The Greeks are like, we don't have it. <laughs> but... uh. That that was just what I was gonna say. Like at one point, like Italy's death rate was like ten percent, right? Because it was like they had like sixty thousand cases and like six thousand. Well, I mean, they're at one hundred and five thousand right now, and their deaths uh, twelve thousand five hundred. Oh wow! So, so that's yeah. over ten percent. Yeah, there you go. Again, wow. they don't have enough tests to test everyone. So yeah, exactly. And those it's, all these numbers are always gonna be skewed. It's like anything, you know. When people say numbers don't lie, it's like, well, I mean, do they? Well, not right lie? now, China's it, numbers lie. Yeah, there's not a good system. It's not. It's not like baseball where we can actually know that everything that yeah, they don't have a the pitch count. Yeah. <laughs> the count is full in Italy. Yeah. Line drive to right. Um, let me ask you this, Andy. What do you know? What do you? Uh, how does this twelve hundred dollars and uh, you know, like people that are filing for unemployment? How does all of that work? So we're gonna get money just direct deposited into the account that they would have given us a refund on a tax refund is yes that, that, is, right? that is important uh since we last uh, had our episode uh they did pass the whatever they want to call it the recovery bill i don't know 2.2 trillion dollars yeah so some dr evil money a big part of that is the direct payments to citizens twelve hundred dollars it starts to go less once you hit seventy five thousand mm-hmm. in income and and it's gone after ninety nine thousand right you don't um, get anything I don't, i'm not sure but that sounds that sounds right um, so yeah, it'll be direct deposited. They say within three weeks, probably to an account. If you had, if you had an account with the IRS, so either if you paid or had a refund deposited in there, a lot of people still pay by check and that kind of stuff. So they're going to get a form to fill out and say how you want it, that kind of stuff that, that sucks that they can't just be instantaneous. Uh, but that's, that's how it's going to go. Um, there's a lot of other, a lot of other money came, came out things, direct payments to States, direct payments to hospitals, uh, a fund for corporations. And they're going to decide who actually gets it. I don't know. I don't think it's going to go to cheesecake factory. Yeah. They, uh, they're, they not paying rent. they're not paying rent. I don't think they're going to get a cut of that, but I'm, I'm curious to see what actually Does that happens. make them a hero? Uh, yeah, they're, they're part of the labor movement. I think now, okay. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it makes sense from their perspective that they're like, if we just don't pay rent on all this, what are you gonna do? If you're if you're a, own that building, what are you gonna do? You're gonna find TGI Fridays to come in. Yeah, they're all gonna become a Chili's. Just just fucking deal with it. We're not gonna pay you for a month or two. If like you're you're worse off trying to fill that spot or try to take them to court to get some money. Yeah, it's not like people are gonna stop going to Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, once it's it, once everything's open, like German chocolate cheesecake. <laughs> There's strawberry lemonade. I haven't been to a cheesecake factory in a long time, but it's I don't, starting to sound. I pretty think good. I've only eaten at like the cheesecake factory like once or twice. You know what? The one time I remember being at the cheesecake factory, Andy, you'll you'll appreciate this. It was uh, the one at the Irvine Spectrum. All right, and I didn't it even was, know there was. Oh, there is one there. That's right. And it was the right. There is right. I've never yeah. been to that one, so. But it's there. Yeah, there's one okay. there. And it was the time when uh, 
It was that really good Kentucky team that was like undefeated. And it was, I was there the game John they Wall. lost to Wisconsin, I think. Not the John Wall team. No, it wasn't the John Wall. John Wall was already uh, in the NBA. Carl Anthony Towns year. Yeah, it was the year they were undefeated up, in, up until like the tournament. And they got to like the final four at Elite Eight and they lost to, I think, Kaminsky's Wisconsin yeah. Badgers. And that was the year Duke beat Wisconsin. Mm hmm. There you go. That's how Tony can uh, carbon. Honestly, that anything. is how I remember things, dude. Like when we watched the, I mentioned this in the sports I would podcast. Go to the Cheesecake Factory, though, for to watch a tournament game. Because I was there for a birthday party. All right. You freak of scotch and cheesecake. Yeah. I was there for That's a birthday party. That's what I think of when I think of the Cheesecake Factory. But my point is, I don't eat there much, but like the one time I can remember being there, I have a memory of it. But I always relate sports to my memories. That was even when. Uh, uh, when we watched the top hundred countdown today, there was a couple things that we saw that I was just like, holy shit. I remember like exactly where I was, but yeah. also with that said th there was a big moment this day in sports history, two years ago. I know this is the entertainment podcast, but, uh, I heard Dobby's voice too. When I rewatched the Snapchat today, but it was when, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic made his debut for the LA galaxy. And he hit that goal from like almost midfield. When he was in the game for only a few minutes. Was that his bicycle kick day too? It wasn't his bicycle no. kick, but it was, he kicked it from like almost midfield and it was like their comeback, but I, we were at the post, but I could hear your voice in the background. I think it was like you, me, Goose, and I think Brian was there. Who knows who else? You might've been there, Andy. Who knows? I don't remember it. Sorry. <laughs> it was a great moment. Didn't register with me. Oh, well. Doc Rivers wasn't involved, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's LA. Could have been. <laughs> but anyway. Um. But yeah, so three weeks out from getting a twelve hundred dollar check, a eight hundred dollar check, Ben. That'd be nice. I'll take make. any hundred dollars at this point. Uh, is this also a one timer now and not two times? I think it depends the, how long this goes. Well, no, the bill is definitely only one time. There That's might what be I thought. Subsequent stuff. I what I preferred um, also as part of this bill is. Uh, Increased unemployment benefits because usually unemployment only covers a portion of your previous. Yeah, now isn't it like up to a thousand bucks a week? Yeah, and um, crazy. So I know we don't talk much politics. I know um, Lindsey Graham took a lot of shit for saying like this is incentivizing nurses to quit because they could actually make more money from unemployment plus the the check than they would get from just going to work. Um, that's actually not true because if you quit your job, you don't get unemployment. Obviously. That's how yeah. it works. Um, but there is some truth to uh, people who aren't working, who are laid off, can actually make more money than they were making at their previous job. Okay, out of this. but for four months. Yeah, but it is still upsetting as someone who is going into the office every day to be like, I'm not getting anything out of this. Like, like yeah, I'm getting the, the $1,200 check, but so is everyone else. You're walking in like, furlough me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, I, I'd like that. Like, that's, that's, not, that's not a great situation to do that. Um, I got a salary reduction for 90 days. I can't get any of this. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to recover anything. So um, so I, I would have preferred the idea of like $2,000 every month, which was like one <laughs> offer on the table. And the juice is running. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but they did a bunch of different stuff. Like, oh, the $1,200 once and this unemployment stuff and the corporate fund. And it's like, I think I would have just liked the $2,000 to everyone. That seems nice. What's crazy is you're hearing them ask like all these different politicians, what do you think of the bill, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, that's a good start. It's, like, it's a good start? Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's the real thing is no the one... The biggest bailout in the whole wide world has ever seen? Well, $1,200 is nothing if you're out of work. For oh, it's not shit here. It's huge in yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Like with like rents, like what is this going to... It's not going to cover someone's rent. 
Yeah. What are you going to do? Mean, Oklahoma, like, fuck, I'm going to go buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Sam. Here, it's like, oh, I, I can go to Trader Joe's twice, or I can pay yeah. a quarter of my rent in Los Angeles. Huh? Who knows? And who knows what the hell is going to, what we're going to be talking about next week. Where do you think this number is going to be at, Andy? Uh, it'll be over a million. Oh, it'll be over oh, a million yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be uh, a million in the United States, I think, by next week. Yeah. What, what's the United States at right now? Almost 200. 200,000? Yeah. So you think over a million next week? Well, testing's yeah. becoming rapidly yeah. more available. I think by this Friday is when like a lot of new ones are coming aboard uh, testing kits. There's, there's a big lag between when people are test positive and when people die. Deaths are going to go up. I think we're going to have probably 2,000 per day at this time next week. Um, I, I'm not optimistic about that 200,000 number. I think it's going to be a million. Dead? Yeah. In the o- United States. Over the, the course of this thing. Wait, you think a million are going to be dead by next week? No, no, no. Oh, the over, whole, the, over the course of the whole thing. When's the whole thing? So, I mean, well, they're saying this could last for two years or something. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it will. I mean, the, the sicknesses are always going to be out there. Yeah. AIDS is still here. It but, all just depends on this, these vaccines and how fast they can create them. I think one of the problems is waiting on the vaccine. We can't actually wait on the vaccine to like open business again. No. And that, that was a big controversy about the whole thing. Trump said, we're going to open my Easter. And then he's like, never mind. I don't think he um, knew when Easter was. <laughs> Honestly, does anybody? I fucking... The 12th. I'm, this is a real story. When I broke my femur bone, which was March 22nd, 2008, Easter was that next day. Easter changes yeah. every no, I don't every know who said the Pope. Well, know. you know what's upsetting about Easter? It's supposed to be the day Jesus came back. How many days did Jesus come back? Okay, well, obviously they don't know the exact date because there's no history of that. Jesus but has been like, I'm back, motherfucker. It's, it's 40 days from... Not like he tweeted, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> It's 40 days. I come back in March. I came back in April. Sometime in the fucking spring. <laughs> so it's 40 days from Ash Wednesday. That's just, that's, that's the only math that's really involved. So whenever they decide that is, so I don't know. But yeah, no, but it's just, it's just crazy to me that it's like Easter. You always, when you think Easter, what month do you think? April, April. Yeah. It's usually April. late March, early. So April, when it was no March really 23rd, I was like, cause I remember being in the hospital fucking fucked up on whatever they were giving me. Broken femur Robin's bone. Robin's eggs. Rod in my leg. What was what? that? Robin's eggs. The Easter candy. <laughs> Who's Robin's eggs? Have you ever had those? I don't, they're, they're just like whoppers. Like a Cadbury egg. They're just whoppers. I don't, but they the, have only, the, little... the only Easter eggs I like for candy-wise is the ones that it's like the... I like the egg-shaped Reese's. The, literally, what I was just going to say yes. What? The egg-shaped Reese's or if they have like caramel inside. Those are better than regular Honestly, Reese's. Yeah. I don't know why. Other eggs There's I don't more mind. more peanut butter per chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So I also don't better. mind if the egg ha- happens to have like a hundred dollar bill in it or something. Oh yeah, yeah. But you guys don't know Robin's eggs. I have no idea. I know Robin of is. them. It's just it's just Whoppers, but they're painted and yeah, they're cool looking. Yeah, they're like spring colors, aren't they? Yeah, and I fucking love Whoppers. So Whoppers are I don't good. Think I was ever a big fan of Whoppers. My right? dad was. Into I know Whoppers. for sure what I don't like is the fucking uh the marshy marshmallow. No, peeps. no one like the peeps. Peeps yeah. those are gross. You throw those at your neighbors. I don't think I've ever had one because I know I don't like them. As a kid, someone would bring them over thinking like, oh, he's five. He'll like them. No. They're hard marshmallows with sprinkles. Like, that's not that good. Disgusting. I don't like marshmallows any time of the year. Uh, S'mores are fucking Mm, amazing. Nah, I don't need it. But yeah, just a normal marshmallow? No. No. Like, what are you going to... Are you going to put that in your hot chocolate? Hot chocolate, yeah. (laughs) On some yams. That's about it. God damn. But yeah, this is a... Different times. It's funny. Any email I send uh, for work, 
at the bottom instead of just saying like regards i have above that stay safe yeah stay healthy <laughs> sometimes it's not where up are to we you. what yeah. are we doing sending this email to someone in syria you know like ah, who knows so andy really quick will you be able to dine in in a restaurant before you're able to watch the dodgers on tv no Ooh. i think Ooh. i'm gonna say no also Ooh. I think restaurants will be closed for much longer than businesses. I think it's the first thing to come back. And I think by June, we'll have like that stuff open. Like, oh, regular offices are open, but let's still try to get people to work from home. There'll be guidance in, on how to do this stuff. Uh, live sports, I think, will start without fans so, for a bit. I don't know. I kind of forgot about this to bring up in the sports pod, but I read a thing today saying they have nothing's off the table, including canceling altogether. And also if they do cancel this rest of the regular season, the players are going to lose 25% of their salaries, except for about nine of them. Anyone who's managed by uh, LeBron's guy. Yeah. He's, 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 say anybody named LeBron James. Yeah. Um, but one thing that they're looking closely at is, uh, Playing out just the playoffs in one central location. Yeah. I.e. Like, like Vegas. The Orleans Hotel. Take an entire hotel and have the players be all separated, no fans in the stands, and play it out that way. Can we bet on it? Yes. Of course. The answer yeah. is yes. Of course. It'll be on TV. So that's what I was actually going to also ask you, Andy, because I just need this from like my own like psyche. When will I be able to bet on sports again? I mean, you're already doing it. Yeah, you're, you're definitely doing it. <laughs> when will I be able to bet on real sports Live again? Sports. Out of the four major sports. <laughs> uh, not counting Nicaraguan soccer, which I've looked at, but I've yet to place a wager on. I would say I, nothing before June. Honestly, I'm okay with that because I'm trying to like also like save money. I want to come in with like a more better attack than maybe what I've done the last eight years. Yeah. <laughs> I also never forget Andy when I had the money on the Ducks to win the Stanley Cup at like I think at the time I got him at like 20 to one odds and Andy was like, you should hedge with Nashville. You should hedge. I didn't listen to Andy and I should yeah. have hedged with Nashville. I remember Son the ducks were up three, two. And I was like, just do it. And he was so desperate for me to hedge with them. He offered me money to go like throw in there and said, just pay me back afterwards, but just do it. Hedge on them to win the West. Cause I think you had a guaranteed a grand if you had. Yeah. Like you just had to put 200 on Nashville at that, that point. Was, that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right to win the West. Yeah. But uh, no, I think that's good. I mean, I've still, this has been a nice mental break. I think by summer I'll be ready to go at it again. But I agree, it probably will be June or so when uh, things are able to come back. I think my uh, buddy who's from London told me the other day that Premier League originally was like, oh, we're going to come back in like April. And then we're like, okay, hold on. Now that I think they've announced they're going to come back in June and they considered canceling it. But because Liverpool is up by so much, I guess, and they haven't won the title in like 30 years. I guess so many Liverpool fans were like, fuck you. No, you're not canceling this season. Like you're going to finish yeah. this out so we can win because we're already up by like 30 points that that's bullshit, which I mean, I agree with finish it out. If you can Just have a shorter off season, it is what it is. All right. Well, uh, do we want to get into what we've been watching? Okay. Yes. I'm sure we have uh, a bunch. Um, before we do, in fact, though, I forgot about our ad. You guys are stuck at home. You've taken your dog on three walks a day for the last 10 days. Why are you using that same dumb clip leash? Don't you want to go clipless? Head to our good friends at Simple Doggy. 
It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. And plug in promo code. Tony. That is. T-O-N-Y. And you'll just, it'll be great for you. <laughs> this is what happens when you go. <laughs> Honestly, why, walk your spouse at this point. Just get out of the house maybe for a little bit. Yeah, this this uh, leash works with your dog's current collar or harness or your, your significant others, I guess. <laughs> and it, it, you'll just be a happier person and obviously your dog will as well. So simpledoggy.com, that's two Gs. Plug in promo code Tony for 25% off and free shipping. Take your dog on a walk in style. Okay, uh, shall we get into some movies we've been watching? Andy, how many do you have today? I have five on the list. <laughs> Tony, how many do you have? It's a good question. <clears throat> uh, get back to me. I know, I, I mean, I definitely have like, a, I think I have definitely a couple. Because, I mean, there's been nothing else to do. But I can't remember. I only can remember one right now, which is what I mentioned earlier. But, uh, yeah. Well, we wait with baited palms on that one, but okay. Uh, Off-road, Andy, you want to do like two or three? Yeah. <laughs> then I'll do, th- I have three. Let me do some unimportant ones. Unimportant ones. Uh, I've been watching some Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. On, here, on here, here. You can't get on the ride. I get it. Yeah, no, you I watched. You want to get your fix in somehow. I watched Indiana Jones 4 for the first time in a very long time. Um, that's the uh, one that came out like 2008. A little bit of oh, the Shia. Shia LaBeouf one. Because mm-hmm. um, it was on Netflix. Like, I haven't watched this in a while. It's still not that good, but it's not... Yeah, I imagine so. Terrible. The one, the watchable. One big, the one big action sequence where like Shia LaBeouf st- becomes a monkey and swings from vines still fucking sucks. Huh? Yeah. They're like It's like a car chase, and he gets like hit by vines on, while on a truck. So he's like, I'm going to swing my way to the trucks driving. I don't remember with that. With a bunch of fucking I monkeys. I haven't seen that movie in And ever. it's like, this sucks. Why did you guys put this in the movie? It's so bad. And I hated it. Um, for some reason, I watched them all out of order because I saw The Last Crusade on there. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. The third one. So I watched that. And then I was like, oh, I'll watch the fourth one. And then I was like, oh, I'll watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I watched it three, four, one. Random marathon, but yeah. a good one. Well, not all on the same day, but just in different oh. times in the last week. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you need just something comfortable to watch, just what a franchise. Um, not including number four, but that's okay. Uh, I also watched a, a dumb action movie called Die Another Day. Now, this is a James Bond film. Oh, okay. This was the last Pierce Brosnan one. Who's the girl in it or who's uh, the villain in it? So Halle Berry is in it. Oh, it's that one. Okay. As well as... Or they go to like Cuba. There's Cuba, there's North Korea, all the communists. Oh, that's with the diamonds? Yeah. And those that um, cool hoverboard, hovercraft. Yeah, that the North Korean guy's like, I'll go right over the mines. So hold on, the diamonds stuck in his face and they couldn't take him out? I think he liked it, I don't know. And then he became an, a white guy? That was the other guy, yeah, who changed his face into a white guy. <laughs> what his, the hell? His like, assistant is played by Rosamund Pike of Gone Girl. Before she was... Yes, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh shit, she's in this movie. Um, James Bond was so like dumb back then. I loved all of those Pierce but, Brosnan ones because it was perfect because I was seven years old, you know? Yeah. So he he like windsurfs into North Korea. Oh, he's an extreme athlete. And then later, he windsurfs off like a glacier. To, he like, also gets caught. He has to jump off that waterfall in that one. Yeah, right? he, it's, he jumps off the glacier Yeah, where he's hanging from it. 
And then he creates like a, a surfboard from the a metal plating of the <laughs> car he was in. And then windsurfs down the glacier. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? But it does what you have, gotta do. It does have his car has the uh, thing where it goes invisible. Yeah. That was that was the cool. Aston Martin? Yeah. Okay. That that's really cool, and also uh, John Cleese of Monty Python as Q. Because I always forget how good that was. The old guy passed away at that point, right? Um, yeah, that's probably right. Or was he training him? I don't remember. There's I feel like some... he trains him in one of them. Yeah, like this is my—he's taking over for me when I retire. Yeah, could have been that one. I don't mind those still. No. One of them is that the one with the sea dude that's been turned in, like it's a tiny boat. That's a different no. one. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Pierce Brosnan's things are st- they're still incredibly watchable. Oh yeah, and they're still they're very different in tone from the Daniel Craig shit. But like, I just I was, you know, you go on Netflix, you're like, what the fuck's on here? And like, oh, that's here. I'll put this on. I don't have to pay attention to it. Yeah, yeah, they're entertaining. And North Korea, what a what a they make them seem competent and everything, and it's like yeah. now they're just hilarious. <laughs> I'll be they curious. were scary at one point. I mean, someone somehow is going to get numbers on how this virus is affecting North Korea at some point, right? Maybe it just doesn't get there because they don't actually get anything. It probably won't get there, honestly. Get like, there. I'd be impressed. They can't even leave their country. Yeah, but... Ever. Someone will order some, something. I don't know. It'll get there. Okay. Uh, you want to do another one or you want to take a break? I'll do one quick one. Oh. Because these are the three I don't care about as much. <laughs> uh, the... Television series Gotham, because I was doing Batman stuff last week, so I was like, uh-huh. I'll watch. I hadn't finished the final season of that, so this is, if you don't know, it's uh, before Batman exists. Bruce Wayne's a teenager. The main character is uh, Jim Gordon, and he's, for some reason, still fighting all of the normal Batman villains. So I want to give you an example of a, a scene here in the uh, final season to show you how ridiculous the show is. So, so Jim Gordon's ex is pregnant with his kid and about to go into labor. So she goes to like the hospital there, but the one bad person sends Bane to kill her because they don't like her. And the Riddler and Penguin actually go and actually have to go and intercept and fight off Bane or with their distractions. At the same time, Bruce Wayne sends Alfred to also help out, and Alfred and Bane are in a fist fight and fight each other. Oh wow! So there but you go. Young Alfred, <laughs> right? Yeah. But still, wow! I mean, everyone knows he could take Bane. You, you'd never see that in a Batman movie of like eleven villains and Alfred like doing action shit. It's like yeah. this show is fucking ridiculous. They just well, they to... they'd be funny if they were fighting over like a parking space or something. Yeah. They, they didn't know who they were, you know. Yeah, that'd be funnier. Okay, uh, I'll go. I watched three things. One of them is the movie of the week for HBO. I had it down as Hell's Kitchen. Turns out it's actually called The Kitchen. I was uh, I was wrong <laughs> yeah. on that. This is a little Satanist journey you had going on. <laughs> yeah. Hell's so kitchen. this is the the mafia guys go to jail. The girls, the wives aren't making you know money. They need to make money. Uh, I thought there was you know they owed money, so they had to type of thing. No, this is just they need to survive, so they need to make money. So they go into the mob. They make their own kind of branch of this Irish mob. It's a lot of okay. Um, it has that guy who's been in everything, like Looming Tower. He was in um, the, the Outsider. He was in The Night Of. Uh, I don't see him listed on here. He plays the mafia guy from uh, Brooklyn. 
In The Outsider, yeah. he's the the lawyer, Andy. Yeah. I don't guy. know his name, but he's been in everything. He's great. I like that guy a lot. Um, it was fine. I don't know. It's it's watchable, like the 007s. Um, it's a 24 with the critics, but a 69 with the audience. Wow. So That's pretty bad, sh- 24. I'm going to get yeah. on that number. It shows you just how shitty New York was in the 70s. Um, it's crazy to just see like what it looked like. Like Who would ever want to go there? Um, next, I have uh, some throwbacks um as good as it gets jack nicholson um greg kinnear and it's it was very enjoyable uh the guy jack nicholson is just mean he's got uh, ways about him i don't like to be touched i don't like to be you know he doesn't like nonsense uh kind of crazy but he's a good writer I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was pretty funny. I don't know what movie I was thinking of when I first turned it on. I thought Morgan Freeman was in this. <laughs> Bruce Almighty. Yeah, Andy's calling for a timeout. What happened? Oh, he's I can't even talk anymore. He's left. He's got to he's, he's getting he's up. He's got to go. <laughs> All right. Going well. to the bathroom. Uh, but yeah, so 85 with the critics Critics on this, 86 with the audience. Um, I hadn't seen this since I was probably seven or eight years old, which I enjoyed it. Um, and uh, next we have, and uh, my last movie is Primal Fear. Ooh. 1996. Is Edward that with Edward Norton, Norton and Richard Edward, Gere? And Richard Gere. Very good, yeah. Tony Katz. I had never seen this. I didn't know much of anything it's about it. It's a good it, twist fact. ending, I think, isn't uh, it? Uh, yes, indeed. Another movie I watched on Stars, doing some you know deep dives in their uh, their database of stuff. Not a lot of stuff in there, but a couple of good you gotta things. Got to watch some Party Down. I don't think it's on. I haven't looked at That was their only shows, original show yeah. I know of. Uh, Frances McDormand also in this. Yeah. She's great. Uh, but yeah, really enjoy this. I mean, this is uh, early in the career of uh, Ed Norton. Norton, yeah. And uh, Rounders was probably a few years after that, right? Was Rounders I think late nineties or early two thousand? Yeah, yeah. ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Um, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's about a boy who, uh, as a priest, is murdered, and he's an altar boy. Ed Norton's an altar boy in this thing, and he's covered in blood and he's running, but he's blacked out. He doesn't remember anything other than seeing a body, someone standing over the dead priest and uh, Richard Gere defends him. It was really good. I uh, would recommend this right now. This is better than anything on Netflix for the most part. Uh, way better than tiger shit. Uh, so no one watched this tiger thing. Uh, oh, I, I mean, I guess I did, of... but I really don't care to talk about it. It yeah. was just also like random. Uh, this... I didn't watch it. Cause it seemed like, Oh, someone here will watch it. Cause it's the biggest thing in the world right now. I saw like three episodes. I think I like, I like finished it without like, I mean, I watched like, most of all of the episodes of that even makes sense. Like it was just kind of on and I was just like there, but to me that doesn't even like everybody just hyped it up so much with everything that it's kind of like when you watch it, it's like, okay, yeah, it's a crazy story. But at the end of the day, it's like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, are you done? Well, primal fear. So yeah, 80, <laughs> 89 with the audience and 75 with the critics. Primal fear is good. Pretty good. But yeah, that's, uh, that's all I had. So for me, all I had was, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, finally. Very good. And uh, that was because uh, Paige, actually, our uh, producer Luke's girlfriend, 
who wanted to watch it and she like watched it, but like didn't really even watch it. But I will say, obviously I had seen bits and pieces of that movie just from being on TV, but never actually got sat down and sit down and watch all of it. And finally did. And I mean, the thing with Tarantino, as we all know, is he likes to rewrite history. But honestly, I didn't. The end of that movie, it's obviously with like the Manson murderers. And obviously, you know, at this point, if you haven't seen it, you probably don't care. And if you have, then you can just stop listening. But I love how he rewrites it without how he makes the bad guys lose because they go in there and you're thinking in your head like, oh, I know how this goes. Like Mm -hmm. Brad Pitt is going to be fucked here. They're probably going to kill his dog also because that's just how like some things go but it's like no he just has his dog trained perfectly and just the way it all goes and how the whole thing about how he's like high on lsd at the time also just makes it even funnier and it's just like how he just completely fucks up the three of them i love the whole margarita scene where he's got that picture he runs out there you fucking hippies there's a private road (laughs) Take yes. your shit box and get the fuck out of here. I was inspired by that. That's that's why I I like my own house to just make margaritas by myself. Yeah, and just drink them out of a fucking the blender. That was a great scene too because it's just like, like the guy wanted to shoot him, but then was just like it was like he was so rattled, yeah. mixed with didn't want to cause a scene or whatever. But no, I liked it because it's just like because when you are watching, you're like, okay, Brad Pitt's fucked here, and then all of a sudden, it's just one snap of the finger, that pit bull just destroys the yeah. the guy or what the chick, whatever, whoever it goes after. It fucks Girl. up both of them at one point. Yeah. And then just the very end of all of it, when the chick's just a little dramatic in the pool and he just gets the fucking flamethrower. I and just, love how he goes back to that. That done. was so awesome. And it's funny because the whole time Leonardo DiCaprio's character doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Sitting he's in the pool with his headphones. Just enjoying his time in the pool with his headphones, <laughs> a late night swim. It's summertime because this supposedly took place on, was the it August 9th? night of the year. August 9th it took place, right? Or was it? Uh, mm, I don't know. I don't know the day in August, but it was the hottest we'll night. Find I feel like out. it was later in August. Yeah, it could have been like the 19th. We'll find out right now. Uh, but yeah, watching that again, not in theaters, when I'm able to pause it to go to the bathroom and whatnot, I enjoyed it a lot more. So it, it says August 8th through August 9th. So I uh, imagine they started late August 8th. Yeah. And so technically it went into August 9th. So I guess I'm kind of a winner. Very good, Tone. Yeah, we've been watching some stuff lately, so I kind of, kind of know, but yeah, a little crazy. I mean, really the, whole, the whole movie, great is, cast, is fun. I love the Bruce Dern. The I mean, yeah, that's that's great. The Brad Pitt fighting Bruce Lee scene yeah. is oh, incredible. Yeah. Which just, I guess Sean was saying a lot of Bruce Lee uh, family members, supporters, whatever, did not like that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't like that he might have lost. Which I mean, we have no idea. Probably, probably wouldn't have lost to a random stuntman in a competition. But what does it matter? He was a war hero. Who murdered his wife, though. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, that that scene where the uh, he's like a grip or something, and he's going to take Bruce Lee's jacket, and he's like, this guy's kind of famous. He's like, why? He's like, he murdered his wife and got away with it. This guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, what trips me out about that actor that plays Bruce Lee is that's like one of the most incredible jawlines I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just don't like it. It's just too good of a jawline. Like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Might have been related to Bruce Lee, honestly. Yeah, who knows? Uh, anything else you had, Tone? No, I think that's it. I can't think of anything else that I've honestly watched. I don't know if I'm... I think lately I've just been like kind of like throwing shit on, like Seinfeld. Yeah, not watching, but watching type of thing. Yeah. All right, well, Andy, let's hear your last two. All right, so the first thing is a TV show called Kidding. Kidding? You know what this is? No. Okay. 
So this is uh, Jim Carrey as a... Oh, on Showtime. Um, yeah, children's TV show host like Mr. Rogers. Never seen it. I've heard of it. So Showtime is uh, HBO's little brother. It has a lot of shows. Billions. It doesn't Love get, billions. It doesn't get the attention. They've had some like you know highly thought of shows. Uh, Homeland's first season was really well regarded, won Emmys and stuff. Yeah, Bill- Billions is one of his current shows. It's just not like on the level, uh, you know, in stature. Um, yeah, and there's just too much to subscribe to, and yeah. don't try to be a you know fifteen dollar deal. Like I remember, like Weeds was kind of a big deal for like a few seasons. I remember wa- I watched a bit of that. Never saw it, but I know of it yeah. as well. Um, so Showtime just it is, what I'm saying is, if this was on HBO, it would have been a bigger deal. Despite the star power of having fucking Jim Carrey in your TV show. That See, that's the kind deal. of thing when Billions comes back and it's all the way through, I'll do your move where I, I get it for a month, yeah. maybe two, you can get a fire through it, and then I'll watch that as well. So the reason I watch this is because uh, a lot of Showtime shows go on to Amazon. Um, and Amazon was advertising they have a uh, that this show was available. Season one was available uh, until today 31st so if you have amazon you won't be able to watch it thanks andy uh but you can't watch season two so season two just aired they've already done season two of that wow um so just this has been a show that just kind of way under the radar not good ratings uh looking at season two ratings doesn't look like that's probably gonna continue um but i enjoyed season one i'll say enjoy a light enjoy in the sense that it's a it's a dark show you'd think it's silly it's jim carrey doing a children's TV show would be light and fun, but the premise is essentially he's a children's TV show host who uh, whose son had, was killed in a car accident like a year prior, and how he's able to you know do this show and still try to keep it together while he's you know going through grief and all this stuff. And it's really just about how people process emotions and that stuff. And so it's it's actually a really deep show. That kind of sounds like pretentious, but it's like it's more about that. It's even though it is a half hour and it's funny, it's more of a serious show. Hmm. Um, and Jim Jim Carrey's great. He's not doing his silly voices or anything. He's actually very being very like reserved. His character is more like Mister Rogers, where he's just like a really nice, wholesome guy, and he does it really well. Interesting. Um, so I was happy I was able to watch this. It's uh, they're thirty minute episodes, and it's only ten episodes. So it's really short. I think you can watch that pretty fast. Yeah, I watched it over two days, um, but just I'm, I'm glad I did. Very interesting show, very thought provoking show. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your last one? Uh, Uncut Gems. Oh, yeah. so I found this on uh, Amazon to rent for three dollars. So Ooh, just, look at that. Uh, usually movies are like five bucks, I think. Well, there Especially when they're deal. that new. Yeah, so uh, that that was good. It's able. To, I. Really wanted to watch that in theaters. Never got around to it. Um, seemed like a movie that I would love. I watched these directors, their previous movie, um, Good Time, which on it's on Netflix right now. I've seen that advertised a lot. And that movie is a lot of fun, I would say. It's similar to this and that's anxiety-inducing, but also fun. Um, also, you know, I grew up with Adam Sandler. I think we all grew up with Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's about... There's basketball involved. Uh, just it's like It hits a lot of checkboxes for movies I would like. So I really wanted to watch this, and I finally did. And I'd say it lived up to everything it was supposed to be. It does get sports gambling right. Um, that anxiety of like 
you know, like I, you know, I've watched games here with with Tony where it's like, <laughs> you know, he, uh, oh, this guy's, oh, yeah. he only need twenty points. And this guy's got fifteen at halftime, and you're like, he's definitely got this. But then, like, what does he? What if, what if they go up by twenty five and they pull him like that kind of shit? And it's just like I, that, when you're watching him on the doing these bets, you're thinking that the whole time, even though. I guess if they're based on real real games that happen because they show the footage, mm-hmm. if you actually know, you'd know like what he got. But because so here's here's the premise: is that he um, loans Kevin Garnett a gem, and Garnett is in love with it, so he decides, well, Garnett's gonna have good games. He's got magical powers. Yeah, so he's gonna bet on him. Um, he also owes money to people, so he needs these bets to come through, and he's betting with money he doesn't actually have that kind of stuff so there's just so much so much anxiety because you're like you know like he's got to win or else he's they're gonna come for him it's very uncomfortable yeah and then there's the score is so fascinating because it doesn't seem to fit you would think the score in a movie like this would be like you know high fast beats or something it's like it's weird it's weird spacey sounds yeah with it's supposed like because it's crystals and gems that i don't know like yeah. the intro is so dis- different, also. Yeah, the intro where it's like you're going through the inside of the gem or something. It's it's definitely an interesting movie. It's it's kind of like a, a, a Stranger Things soundtrack. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's just like shot weird. Everything it doesn't seem like doesn't this movie seem like it could have been made in the '90s? Yes, the way it looks. I think that's what they're going for. Yeah, it's just it's very you know dark and it's showing like a part of. New York, we don't see all the time. Just like uh-uh. that kind of. It is good at what it's trying to do, and it's trying to make you uncomfortable, which is yeah. not what a lot of people want to see in a movie. It's yeah, it's it's captivating. There are some scenes where what they do stuff with sound, where it just it's overwhelming. There's too much going on that you know in a movie you want to focus dialogue and that kind of stuff because you want people to you know understand well they'll do stuff where it's the opposite where it's like there's so much going on you can't understand what's going what's happening mm-hmm. and then you get uncomfortable and it's like well that's what they're going for so. yeah it's like four tea kettles that are boiling at the same time yeah it's a good, good way to put it um, i did love the basketball we don't have real basketball right now so yeah that showing. part was cool and it's like oh i think i remember that game <laughs> where i was like is that spencer haas then like kg in the post against spencer haas and i was like oh shit it is spencer haas and it just made me made me feel good to see Spencer Hawes was good when he was on Philly. Yeah, he made threes, and I was like, I loved the signing when the Clippers got him because he had blocked shots. And, and then all of a sudden, he put and... his hair in like a ponytail, and I was yeah. like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" Let me ask you this, Andy: What do you think of the ending? Don't give anything away, but so I read, you know, after watching when every time I watch a movie, I usually like read what discussions about it. Oh, I did have another movie that reminded me about reading. It's about reading. He read no, because I read the ending afterwards. Oh, um, so a lot of people were shocked by the ending, and I was not at all. Really, the, the way that one guy behaved, I was like, "Oh, this is what's going to happen because he's kind of an ass, and that guy's not going to like Sandler is just an ass the whole time, yeah, and he's going to rub people in the wrong way." I didn't so, see that coming at all. So I thought, like, you know, he's going to do his thing, but. I was like, I don't trust this Russian guy or whatever he was. He just didn't belong, you know. Yeah. Like he seemed too. He seemed too into it, into crime. I would yeah, say. that's uh, fair. That's where I would say Sandler's not in a, like the crime world. He was, he was into illegal gambling, but he was not. Aren't we all crime lord? <laughs> Aren't or anything we else. all? 
Um, but I saw that like, oh, you enjoyed it then? Yes. Hmm? Yeah, it's it's a uh, high paced. Okay. Yeah. All right, Tony. What's your uh, last? So yeah, movie? my last one that I just watched was uh, I watched the platform, which was the. What's that? It's on Netflix right now. It's the one where uh, it's a Spanish film from Spain, oh. and uh, it's where like they're in like these this prison kind of like they they have a roommate and you're basically it's numbered one through like what they think is one through 200 but you find out it's really like one through like 333 and it's uh you're with two cellmates and uh you're basically like you're there for about a month and then you'll get like gassed up and then you'll wake up and you're in a different number but this big platform of food gets brought down and each people everybody gets like a minute with it pretty much or so but the whole point is that like the people at the top take more than they need so when by the time it gets to the bottom there's nothing left oh right? this is your ceo it's yeah. capitalism yeah. yeah so it is a giant like message or whatever and then some people have gone to the conspiracy about the fact that it ends up at 333 which times two is 666 <gasps> which is as andy knows there it's the devil's number so it's like it's it's just all like kind of crazy but and it gets to the point where obviously like people get desperate. So what they'll have to do is kind of like kill their cellmate and eat them type thing. So obviously like everybody who comes into this place is allowed to bring one item. It can be anything. So like, for example, the main, the main character brings a book and then one idiot girl brings her wiener dog, which you can imagine Why didn't turn out well. Do that. <laughs> no spoilers, but Wait, it doesn't they, last long. You volunteering bring- to do this? Yeah, that's the other thing too. Is he does he goes through an interview to be able to even like get here, and it it's worst, just kind of worst weird. Version but of the Stanford Prison Experiment. The Stanford Prison Experiment is actually like a, I actually like that movie. Yeah, a it's lot. a good movie. I'm well, saying worst version of I feel the like experiment. This movie's been yeah. made a bunch of times. It was like Cube or whatever that movie was. Yeah. yeah so it's it's one of those movies though where like at the end it's it's one of those movies that's like it just kind of ends and it leaves you there sitting like what the fuck just happened in the last ninety minutes and that was kind of how this was <laughs> like I it ended in. You you have to go straight to your phone. You're like, what the fuck happened? And it was just one of those movies where I'm just like, but I mean, the message is definitely about like the people at the top. If they take more than they need, then the people at the bottom have nothing type thing. But then it's like, they get to a point where they kind of want to like sacrifice. So they're trying to like save this dessert. Like they finally, him and this one cellmate, he gets finally decided to like go down onto the platform and they're going to force people like, we're going to leave a dessert and have it go all the way back to the top because if it goes all the way back to the top and there's a dessert left, the people at the top, like the people creating the whole thing are going to be like, wait, what the fuck? Why was there food? How the hell was there food left over type thing? But then it just weird stuff happens and it's just a little over my head. I mean, it might be, Andy, I'd like to, with your thoughts on things, I'd like to, if you ever watch this, I'd like to hear what your perspective is because I know. Is this a new thing? A, you're not a religious guy. It's 2019. It's 2019, but... uh. I feel like it started streaming recently because just of recent things in life that it kind of people taking more oh, than they need. Okay, it's one of those things. Type thing where like all the, that's what I was saying the other night too. I was like, it's funny how certain stuff starts trending at the right time. Like this movie came out in 2019, so I mean, I don't know when in 2019, but you know, cuz we're so early in 2020, but it's just the fact that March 
okay, so March, so a year ago, and it's just oh the no, fact- it just started streaming on March twentieth. Okay, so it's just like the fact that you know it's about people taking more than they need. You go to like all these people going to stores and taking way more toilet paper and sanitizer and all sorts of shit more than they need. So Netflix it- original for other people to not yeah, have. I thought yeah. so. Oh. That's what I thought. I'd seen it. Oh, you thought so? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, I've been on question, Netflix. Andy. I've been on Netflix before. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's not that long a movie. It's like an hour and a half, but it's interesting. It's not very graphic. There's a couple scenes that are like kind of like, ugh, but it's nothing too crazy. I mean, it's disgusting if you want to think about certain things, but I don't know. It was... Not my favorite because of the way it ended. I don't like movies that just end like that and force you to have to be like, well, what the fuck happened? I just don't like that. So, but I mean, the concept is, it makes sense, but I don't know. I just wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I don't know. Maybe you guys think differently if you ever watch it. But yeah, that's uh, it for me, what I've been watching. So. I think that might be it for the show then. I think yeah. so, yeah. Uh, well, that's going to wrap us up on episode 164 of the Tony's Take podcast. Stay strong and stay healthy out there, like my yeah. signature. I'm Sean, and join with me, we had Off-Road Lawn Chair Andy. Uh, I'll be back next week, hopefully not in a lawn chair. Oh, Tony Katz. Yes, thank you. Uh yeah, these lawn chairs, maybe not the most comfortable for two hours. My legs are definitely a little sore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we will be back next week. Who knows? Maybe we'll throw out some random fun, exciting podcasts at times. Just got to stay, stay busy. Exactly. All right. We'll see you later.